Hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Salisbury, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Um, today we are on episode 19, and the topic and off-topic for today is uh, a bit of a recap of Commonwealth Powerlifting Championships 2022 in Auckland and New Zealand. Yeah, so I mean, this one will probably mainly be you because I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it sounded like it went really well, both from a, a on all regards. Yeah, everything everything went pretty well. Um, I'm not someone who travels super frequently, uh, so going literally, I think, as far as you can possibly go from Scotland in terms of geographical distance was pretty interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, it can't be far off. Uh, yeah, like we uh oh we did because uh, a couple of the a couple of the, the Kiwi folk from Auckland Powerlifting were talking to us about uh how there is a website that if you pick a place will show you where you would end up if you drilled straight through like if you tunneled straight through the world it shows you where right you end there. up on the opposite side. I think the closest you can get to New Zealand is like off the coast of Spain if you want to land like right in the landmass. Yeah. But yeah, I mean uh, DLDR, it's pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I can't remember how long we took on the way there. I think we took 30-something hours door-to-door on the way there, and it was 45 on the way back. Correct. Not, uh... Yeah, not not great. Um, In terms of travel. uh, Holiday was pretty good. Schedule was pretty packed. Um, So, pretty much a full recap. We had arrived on the Friday, got to the hotel in city centre Auckland, dumped stuff because we were too early for check-in. Also, I guess from uh, post-Covid, loads of hospitality stuff in New Zealand is has been gutted. Like, they have so little staff. Pretty much everywhere we went had uh like help wanted signs staff needed signs pretty much every hotel was like we're on limited staff so you will pretty much only get your room changed uh, if you ask for it otherwise it'll happen every like few days yeah i know that was a big thing in the uk i don't know what the staff is like now um but yeah there was definitely a big issue because obviously everything was closed and they hope you went and find other work Mm -hmm. um so yeah arrived dump stuff wandered around auckland city it's really pretty. Um, there's nothing amazing to do with the city. It's kind of just another city. Um, it's very much what's the GCSE geography term again? It's very much a melting pot, not a mosaic. Like you don't yeah. have distinct, um, like ethnic locations within the city. It's not like there's a Chinatown or there's like a like yeah. a kind of any kind of other ethnic suburbs, like Indian suburbs or anywhere that's majority X people. It's just all jammed into one big thing. Yeah. Like, it was not surprising to have a taqueria right next to a sushi bar. And both of them be delicious. So that was pretty dope. The food was pretty good. I was going to say, that's pretty good. You don't have to go far. No, no, not at all. It was just really hard to find stuff. Because it, it could just be anywhere. Yeah. Um, day after we arrived was Hobbiton and Waitomo, which was great. That was like an all-day get on a bus, go to Hobbiton, live the best Lord of the Rings life, 
I was gonna say I'm I was so jealous of that. <laughs> it was really cool. Um it's really dope the fact that it's like a full installation. That guy who that farmer guy who owns that land has essentially made a mint. Like he is quids in. Yeah. He never has to really try ever again. He can just coast coast on I mean current none of his kids do either. That's true. Yeah, they probably don't. Um so did that. Waitomo was pretty dope. Glowworm caves. Apparently glowworms only exist in two countries on Earth and it's New Zealand and Australia. It's pretty funky. Really? That is cool. Didn't yeah. They, um... But yeah, it's kind of wild. Um, they had a lot of the... Uh... One, I think one of the more interesting things was they use one of the really big kind of spaces inside the caves that they call the, th- the cathedral, which is... I mean, it's not massive, but like it's big for a cave. Uh, yeah. Apparently they rent it out for like live performances for like musicians and stuff because the acoustics are great. They've had like that's so cool. The Royal New Zealand Opera had a show in it at one point or something, but it only seats like I don't think it seats a hundred people even. It must seat like double digit yeah. people only. So it's like this very kind of private venue in literally okay. an under you're like forty meters underground in a limestone yeah. cave. I was like that'd be a pretty dope place to see music. Yeah. Um. Sunday we. Packed up shop and moved out of central Auckland into less central Auckland down to the Jew Drop Event Centre because the cop got kicked out of Eden Park by Billy Joel. Thanks, Billy Joel. Uh, so we didn't get to lift where the All Backs play, which is kind of sad, but the Jew Drop Event Centre was pretty dope. Uh, How last minute was that? Very. And the organisers also, from what I understand, hadn't got a refund. So they were out double venue whilst they were sorting out the like the rebate. That's so, ridiculous. Like that rebate should happen in like can instantly. happen in errors. Like it's not difficult. Yeah, but so I think they were out the rental or the deposits that they'd paid and stuff, and didn't get it back until I don't know if they still haven't got it back. But I'll I'll talk to I'll see if Paul I'll try and chat to Paul from Auckland Powerlifting. But yeah, they said that they pretty much had to reschedule the venue on. I can't remember when I got the email. Like maybe a couple or like a month out. Which is kind of wild for an event with about 600 people that's a week long. That's wild. Uh, Sunday, hooked all our stuff down to the Airbnb. Couldn't check in at the Airbnb by the time we got to the event centre, so I just dumped all my stuff in a conference room and took my CAT 2 international ref exam. <laughs> or the oh. first part of it, anyway, which was fun. Um, again, for those people tuning in who don't know about... It's essentially... There are certain levels of refereeing in the IPF and powerlifting. You usually have to just serve a minimum amount of time either in the Fed or as a certain level of ref, and then you have to take some sort of written, and in this case also a practical exam, for passing qualification to be the next highest one. But this one is pretty cool because now I'm an international ref. I can ref world records and stuff. It's pretty dope. It is pretty sick. I, I literally can officiate at any level. You're going to say, you, as well, you're the youngest Cat 2 in the UK. I think I'm pretty close, if not it, yeah. Because I, I think I'm pretty young. I'm de- I'm younger than the guy who I thought was the youngest, so... Right, yeah. I mean, definitely youngest in Scotland, because... Dad, uh, yeah, definitely youngest in Scotland, but it might be youngest in the whole UK. Maybe I, half. I don't maybe know. Maybe half the age of the next Scotland. The, uh... Nah, that's unfair, Michelle Brands. <laughs> the, um... The main one is, I don't know how young uh, Big Red Light Riley is. 
there's no way red light riley's younger than you i mean maybe this is a point like i don't know how, i don't know how old he is but if you're if red light's younger than he's a cat one now as well he's not even a cat two so he's done his full cycle so Oof. if he was younger than me four years ago i think so yeah it might be close anyway Ref exam was pretty good. I was getting quizzed on it the entire way over because when you're bored and sitting around in San Fran Airport for eight hours on a layover, you know, there's not much else to do. Uh, San Fran Airport is not great. America, what the fuck is up with your airports? Please. <laughs> Why are your airports so bad? What was also, wrong with it? Oh, they just don't have, like, the... Like, having the layout of stuff is just not very good. Like, also, out of the several continents we traveled through... They are the only people that try and charge for airport trolleys. You know those things you put your bag on? Do they? That's yeah, it's terrible. eight bucks. Eight bucks a trolley. See, I've only... Yeah, I think I've only ever, like, left there. Or got... I've never, like, transited through. So, like, yeah, I've not really had to deal with that but that's mental yeah i think the only i think the only benefit that san fran has that's kind of cool is the fact they have like an outdoor balcony that you can go sit on it has like sun yeah. loungers and stuff but when yeah. you arrive at two in the morning there's not much use because no. <laughs> it's dark <laughs> um it's still nice to get outside outside though because you don't have to worry about like leaving the country and having the proper paperwork it's, or whatever it was probably still reasonably warm as well so so it's pretty warm definitely warmer compared to scotland yeah. um and then, yeah, kicked off the lifting on Monday. Pretty much did my exam, had the powerlifting AGM, like the yep. Commonwealth AGM, except it's not an AGM. Uh, and then the technical meeting, which, again, they finally figured out the best way of doing things, which is just to, like, ask people who's missing, rather than just go through the entire list of people, most of which people can't pronounce, because their yeah. names are in a different language, pretty much. Which saves a whole heap of time. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much coaching Monday through Sunday, because we had one to three people every day, sometimes even more, uh, pretty much every day. So it was like a kind of wake up at half six in the Airbnb, Uber over to the event center, because Uber was penny cheap. It was £3.50 or something to get from my Airbnb to the venue. Nice. So roll into an Uber, get out the venue, and then start about back at seven in the morning and then get home at about nine at night rinse repeat rinse repeat week. until rinse repeat until sunday where we just had the morning and then we all got dressed up and went to the banquet that banquet looked rowdy banquet was dope auckland powerlifting and new zealand powerlifting in general put on an amazing event like it was the best i've not been to that many internationals but it was the best one i've been to like warm-up facilities great kit dope like also not even given the fact you're not even given them the like oh you actually had to change venue on a moment's notice because billy joel yeah. bought you out of your other one like yeah it was pretty sick um came away i think we had two people win their class overall which is pretty dope and like that's really dope remotely competitive classes which is really good um Tried to get everyone a medal as usual. Not everyone managed it this time because we had, like, some of the classes were stacked. Also, loads of people in New Zealand are way too fucking strong. Yeah. Like, some of the do some of the people who were, like, spotting and loading all week also competed and were also, like, hella strong. It's like, what is, how is this allowed? But uh, it was pretty great. And then after the comp, 
Monday went back into central Auckland to a different hotel. Uh, did the wet workshop thing with all the movie. They do loads of like movie practical effects, yeah. like video effects and stuff. Show you how to make chainmail. Show you how to make like funky leather armor and all kinds of sculpting and all kinds of funky stuff. It's pretty dope. Uh, then Tuesday, very early morning, immediately ousted out of our hotel, got to Auckland Airport, flew to Queenstown in the South Island, then bummed about Queenstown for the rest of that day, ate a Ferg burger, which is highly, highly recommend Googling. Um, Essentially, it's just this really weirdly famous... So Queenstown has, like, kind of West Coast Scotland, Banff, Canada kind of vibes, where it's like, there's like a central tourism town... But most of everything that people get up to is either out on the water or up in the mountains. Like, there's very little to central Queenstown. Like, it's very much just a tourist place that things happen out of. But this place called Fergburger has, like... I don't know the history of the guy Ferg, but apparently the... They've got, like, like an ice cream place and a bar. They have, like, four different things. Shops, like, right next to each other. But these Fergburger things, we got recommended to go to, and it was rammed. Like, it was queued outside the door and down the street. That's when you know it's good. Yeah, pretty much. We were like, I think there was like 20-odd people in front of us in the queue when we got there. And so we only had to wait about 25 minutes, because they they go through it pretty quick. But those things were enormous. We also were like, oh, I'll get a thick shake as well. Didn't realize the size of the burger and then was literally so full. (laughs) And then we were like, we have to go to the gondola that takes you up the mountain. Otherwise, we're not going to get to do it another day. Yeah. But trying to walk up a very steep hill with that kind of food, baby, was difficult. Was hard work. Oh, yeah. Rough. Um, Second day in Queenstown, went on a craft beer tour, which turned out to just be us and the tour guide who was a local so it was literally just us getting pished and eating pizza and getting driven around by someone for about 30 odd pound a head i was like this is brilliant especially oh yeah especially when you get like 15 you got like yeah three boards of five tasters that are like quarter pints i guess yeah so you get a decent amount of booze claire even drank some i was quite amazed claire drinking beer is reasonably unheard of However, the uh, the ginger beer uh, thing that they do is pretty great. The ginger beer mixed with baby. I was like, this is... I can see why this guy can't make enough of this stuff. Um, tour guide gave me shit about my fantasy football opinions, because he also happens to play fantasy football, so that was fun. Literally travelled as far away from my pals as I can physically be and still can't escape getting fucking rinsed about fantasy football takes. That's good. Well, we'll see this weekend who's going to take the L, who's going to take the overall victory. I know we will. I'm in the final. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the final, and I'm really, really trying my damnness to kind of bet on the right horse and get an absolute big game out of somebody to win it, because I need it. Um, I'm I'm just trying. I'm actually, do you know what? I don't even care. I'm not last. That's about true. You're not in the toilet bowl, so you're fine. I've literally been last all year. Yep. And then won the matchup. That's what it's about. You're Turning against... up for December. Yeah, and you're against Bongo this week as well. I know. The what the family off. The family ball. Yeah, the family ball. Um then oh yeah, then last day in second last day in Auckland or second last day in Queenstown, or actually last real day was go to Milford Sound, which is like like one of the natural wonders of the world. I don't know if it's listed as an official fucking eighth wonder of the world, whoever decides that anymore. Um, it was really cool. It was this big kind of, what is it? 
yeah, it's like a big kind of fjord. I don't think it's actually a sound. I think it's actually meant to be called a fjord, but it was given its name before they were even aware of the idea of a fjord. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a big inlet fjord from the Tasmanian Sea. Uh, really green, loads of waterfalls, enormous cliffs, like sheer cliff sides, yeah. penguins, seals, dolphins, all kinds of funky shit going on. Really cool. Um, from where we were staying, it was five and a half hours on a bus each way, so 11 hours of busing it. Um, and then you get a few hours on the boat, like, cruising around, like, looking at stuff. Uh, yeah. But someone on our bus decided that their two kids under six were definitely cool to sit on an 11-hour fucking bus trip. Yeah, I was about to say, I heard you had some really fun uh, bus companions. It's just, like, honestly. (laughs) Like, yeah. Uh, Me me and Americans traveling do not get on. Like, like, I was three for three on the holiday with not getting on with people from America who I was traveling with slash near. The main character energy is just too high, man. Like, you're not the most important on the bus. The important person on the bus, like, just get in the bin. They might be. They're really not though. The big mate. The big moment was when we were like, <laughs> we were waiting on our way out there. We were in San Francisco airport, and our flight was delayed because I I don't know if our flight was delayed or if it was it delayed. We were just waiting, and everyone there had essentially had the same plan of stay up until this flight, because you you're doing twelve hours both ways or both legs, and you so you arrive you always arrive in the morning, but if you stay up the the first half. And then go to sleep on the last half. You kind of get a regular like I've slept and it's the start of the day kind of vibe. Yeah. And Northern Ireland were on a lot of Northern Ireland were on the same flight as us from San Fran, and they just kept calling these same three guys or people to get on this plane that was going to Hanada in Japan, I think, or Haneda. Mm-hmm. And every like two minutes, it would just be like Bing, Bing, Bing. Oh, can so and so, and to the point where we were all just repeating in like the kind of semi-sleep delirium of waiting to get on this plane so everyone could just get unconscious everyone was just droning the same names of these three people and they must have announced it about six times and we were like just give up like they're not there yeah and then right at the last minute three folk just (laughs) just come running past to get on the plane i was like how is this taking you so long that's wild like how have you not heard any of these other announcements? Like, maybe they've just been in traffic or whatever, or, like, thingy getting through security, but I was like, Jesus. You'd and think you'd say something, though. You'd think, but, like, fucking hell. It was a miracle they got on that plane. Anyway, after the after the very annoying bus from to and from Milford Sound, Milford Sound was fantastic. It's genuinely, like, some of the fucking coolest landscapes I've ever seen in person. We hopped on another... Our flight from Queenstown got cancelled, so we had to take an earlier one, so we were, like, up for a 6am flight. Got uh, got a cheeky cab lift with some guy who thought COVID was a hoax, and then flew to Auckland, and then had a big layover, and started the old... We were on the old 45 hours door-to-door to get back from yeah. Comes, and it was gross. I am only just over the jet lag. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. And it? it was, like, two weeks ago. Well, I was about to say, I say it's pretty rough. Eight hours from San Fran was pretty rough, so I don't know what it's like from his um, But it's like the from the Why We Sleep look, it's like he talks about jet lag obviously at some point. It's like you can get an hour a day back. You're like, that's wild. So obviously like it's like yeah, you say two weeks ago. Is it twelve hours out? Eleven? Yeah, it's about it's a twelve hour time difference here. So like, yeah, that would be two weeks. 
It makes sense. I mean, it felt like that. I genuinely thought I was like, I'll just stay up. Like, I'll just caffeinate, blah, 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 blah. Literally went from kind of feeling a bit sleepy to just unconscious with absolutely no willpower in the middle at all. It just, I just yeah. was properly just collapsing at certain times. I was like, this is I ridiculous. Definitely think, like, that's an okay strategy for, like, New York. Like, a five hour difference kind of thing. Yeah. But anything more than that, like I tried, I've tried that from San Fran, just doesn't. I felt bad for some, like one of the one of the folk we were coaching out there. Sam had exams, like she was coming back from New Zealand to sit exams, Whoa. like not not too far out. She actually did some online while she was there. Right. But I was like, that would be wild. Yeah, it's pretty wild. You better hope you get the right kind of time for your exams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the commies recap, and we will. Peace out and get on to the next episode. Yeah.